0: Welcome, gamers, to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're episode number 129. Today is April 23rd. My name is Craig Prouse, and joining me
1: in his triumphant return, Manju Montemay. Back from the dead, like some of these other games we're going to talk about later. But thank you to anyone who wished me better. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Excellent. Glad to have you back with us, my man. So if you guys are watching the YouTube show, make sure you jump
0: down, hit like, leave us a comment, and make sure you are subscribed to the channel. And if you can... Hit that share button and get it to as many eyes as possible. If you guys are interested in following us on any of our social medias, you can check out our Linktree link in the description, which will take you to our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. And if you guys are listening to the audio only version of the podcast, make sure you check out Anchor, which is the home for Last Call Gaming. And from there, it can redirect you to any other podcast source. And if you're checking it out on the audio uh, feeds, do us a favor and leave us a kind review because we're always trying to get the algorithm up.
1: All about that algorithm. Chasing Uh, it.
0: Chasing it, as they say. So, as you guys know, we like to have drinks on the show. So, if you're watching at home, drink along with us. This is submitted from Jesse K. And this is the Voodoo Ranger Juicy... The Voodoo Ranger uh, Juicy Haze. IPA. This is from Beer Advocate, where it gets a score of 88, which they consider to be very good. It's from the New Belgium Brewing Company from Colorado, United States. It's an IPA New England sitting at a heavyweight 7.5 percenter, and it is in active rotation. Notes are packed with bright tropical aromas and brilliant citrusy flavors. This unfiltered IPA wraps up with a pleasantly smooth finished so
1: uh what are your initial thoughts now that you're back in the seat and your taste buds are fully alive what do you think i'm pretty sure i shouldn't be drinking but i am but i actually really like it i think it tastes really good i feel like voodoo ranger i don't they have like a lot of different ones we've had a bunch of different ones on the show i don't know that we've ever really had a bad one but every time i see their name i always think of the lone ranger that's what i was thinking like the lone ranger there's three of you
0: <laughs> well, well, you're not exactly alone. Shouldn't you be the three rangers? You,
1: you lost me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you. The, the Voodoo Ranger. I think we've had like what two, three, four of them on now. A couple of different ones. Yeah, they have like a lot of different variety enough to where when I was going to look at them, they have like one of those boxes where it's got like the, the six variety, mix pack. Yeah. yeah, the the mixers. Um, yeah, um, I don't think. I'm pretty sure we haven't done the Juicy Haze.
0: I don't if think we we've have. Done it hasn't been one. on the show. Um, I like that they have that same theme. It's like the same little dude just with like a new hat. So you know that it's the different kind of can. But that 7.5 is what I'm worried about because the taste is surprisingly nice. And I'm not a kind of like, Gino, know, the haze IPAs, can kind of sneak up on you, but this one surprisingly tastes, I mean,
1: extremely well. I do get the brilliant citrusy flavors, so uh, I'm just curious what it's going to be like after this show once these uh, 7 <laughs> seven fives kick in. I'm just glad it doesn't have, like, sometimes when you drink some of those heavy air, like, IPAs, it has, like, that really strong, like, bite aftertaste mm-hmm. that tails, like, three or four seconds later. Are you this... dropping hints with that tails? <laughs> no, I wasn't, but that works out. But no, it's actually really, really good so far. I'm liking it.
0: Yeah, so you guys, if you want to uh, leave a suggestion for a beer that we can drink on the show, and we do have suggestions in the backlog, so if you've submitted one, don't worry, we will get to it but if you want to submit if one for us yeah, um, email us at gmail.com send them to any of my uh, social medias at Craig Perales, or if you're watching on YouTube jump down in the comments below and leave your recommendations. So, uh, before we get to our main story guys, we'd like to do What Are You Up To where we take a second to talk about anything we've been playing, anything we've been watching, anything we've got Plan So... What are you up to? What am I up to? So besides our main topic, which you can tell from the thumbnail, what we're going to get into, um, not too much, mainly kind of re-watching a couple shows, catching up with shows, still watching Moon Knight, still watching Halo, but I did want to point out, if any of you guys were watching um, Young Justice Season 4 on HBO Max, it has resumed after its um, hiatus. It was on a break for a little while, and I got to say... I'm a big fan of Young Justice Season 1. You've watched Young Justice Season 1, right? Season 1 and 2, I think. I was a big, big fan of the show. It had all the potential in the world... Unfortunately, I think the quality has slowly been <coughs> declining. The episodes in this season are kind of hit or miss. And I, for me, I mean, it may be somebody else is watching it and they love every
1: episode, but. I stopped watching it when they moved it over to like the. Not the H. Ooh. Before it was HBO Max, but when they had like the the DC pass or whatever. Oh, yeah, And yeah. when they resumed it, that's when I kind Because I didn't buy that pass. And then I just haven't ever gone back yeah, and watched cause it. Cause now I heard it wasn't as good as it was before. Yeah, now it's all on HBO Max. But some of these episodes going to like these heavy relationship
0: things, and then it goes into, like, comic book ass-kicking and stuff like that. So I'm really just turned off when I have to watch this, like, the lame stuff with, like, Beast Boy, who's somebody I'm not even a big... F- this version of Beast Boy that I'm not even a big fan of, so... Garth? <laughs> yes, this version of Garth. I like him. I love him in Teen Titans, like, Go and things like that. I love that version. This one, he's kind of just this depressed... I don't know, in my mind, a loser, and so some of these episodes, like... So me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I like you, though. So some of these episodes kind of, like, revolve around... That, and then other episodes are like, when it gets into Vandal Savage and Dr. Fate and Clarion, I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I want to see. So it's a little bit torn for me, but... Uh, check it out it has resumed if you guys were watching it as far as what i've been playing uh, i still playing tiny tina's with gino nothing new there i did recently beat hitman 3 which is on the game pass i completely I forgot about it yeah i put it down when horizon forbidden west came out and i was looking at it the other day because i, I want to start ghostwire tokyo on ps5 but i'm like what do i need to clean up before i jump over there and i had like two missions left on hitman 3 and i gotta say it was a lot of fun playing a good stealth game and there's a lot to do there's a lot of replayability and challenges in that game so i highly recommend if you've got the game pass and you're not looking to spend money on it to go check it out i can see why people want it put it as their game of the year i don't necessarily know if it would have made my game of the year but um i've also started life is strange 3 on the game pass i'm not too far into that so i'll have more on that uh next week hopefully i'll probably be done with it by the time we do next week's episode but that's all i'm up to what do you got going on
1: um i don't remember if i'd mentioned before because it's been a little bit but i know in a while i think that i had mentioned i beat elden ring last time on the show or i was about to beat it but i did actually go through and 100 percent it and since then after that of course is when i got sick for a while but i've kind of been in like a game depression almost that like I beat this amazing fucking game. It's I I can't see anything. Beating it as my game of the year. There's just like, well, what now? Like, I don't it's really want your
0: top three of all time, though. No? Yeah,
1: I honestly <laughs> would probably put it in like my top five for sure. That I'm just like, well, what now? Like, what do I do now? I don't really want to play anything else. I kind of just want to keep playing this and just doing more and more and just. I I've, I've been watching tons of videos, lore videos, and everything on it. I'm just obsessed with it. That. I'm just like, dude, it sucks because, of course, I do the show that I have to move on. So hey, 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 We'll get you out of that slump. We'll get you out of that slump. Um, I started playing it, and I haven't picked it back up as much yet, but I did start playing that Lego Star Wars. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I really like it a lot so far. I feel like there's way too much to do, though, that it's almost like that Ubisoft route. Because I know you, you and me played together yeah, on the mic for it, yeah. like an hour or two, and it just felt like there was so much to do, which is cool if you're into that. Right now, I'm kind of more just looking for something that's like, you know, let me just go A to B, B to C, C to D, and right. then whatever. You know, something a little bit easier and fast to kind of get me out of the funk. Because the last game, I forgot what it was that I was in that like gaming rut because I had beaten something that was so good that I was just like, I don't feel like playing anything else. But Spyro the Dragon, because it was just so easy and fun and just like lighthearted, that that was the game for me. That I'm hoping once I pick up a little bit more LEGO that that's going to be it for me. Um, as far as watching anything, I kind of picked up Daredevil again, because I never really finished Finally, it. thank God. And I, I, again, I loved it before, I don't know what my deal is, I just, i make it through some shows, and then I just realize I'm like, ah, oh, there's this much left, I don't know if I want to keep watching. Like, <laughs> six more episodes, hour a piece? <laughs> but after no, seeing you. how many, because I have, like, 50 episodes left of Vikings, that surprised me. I was like, all right, well, I think I might be out on that for now. What's shorter? I'm going to go back to Daredevil. Yeah, I'll do six more episodes of Daredevil. But the other thing is I've been watching The Batman like every other few days, and I'll just pick it up like right where I loft it uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> the three-hour movie? Yeah, so I just watch it like is where I'm picking it up at. But so far, I think since it's been on HBO Max, I've watched it like three times all in altogether wow. in its entirety. But again, I'm just picking it up like – some days I will watch it for thirty minutes. Other days I'm just sitting there for an hour or while I'm on my phone doing whatever. I really love this movie a lot. That it again, it's just one of those ones I put on in the background and I just sit there and fuck around before bed. So nice, man. Nice, good, good, good stuff. So guys, if there's anything you're up to, um, let us know what you're playing. Let us know what you've been
0: watching. Let us know if there's any recommendations. Give a game. Give Andrew a game. Get him out of his. Get him out of his. Uh, his rut. If you've got something that Andrew could uh, really really sink his teeth into, I've been thinking of getting a hard copy of the Kirby game on Switch and just give it to you. You play it, me play it, because that is something I do want to check out. That did work.
1: Yeah, I wanted to pick that up, too. So, um, Unfortunately, Elden Ring kind of trumped that for a while.
0: Maybe you can start doing some (laughs) speedruns. So, guys, (laughs) we're going to get into our main store. Andrew and I love it when we can get a chance to talk about things that aren't just video games, but at least stay video game adjacent. And the main thing we want to talk about today is the fact that the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie has officially came out. We kind of wanted to... I kind of wanted to tackle it in three different um, three different departments, and we can stay on each topic for as little or as long as you want. We don't need to really kind of focus on it for any longer than it has to be. But I wanted to look at the advertisement that the movie had coming out. I wanted to look at the financial standings that it's been doing in its opening weekend and its run right now. And then I wanted to kind of talk about at the end our overall impressions and rating of the game. Or oh. of the game. Of the, of the movie. So... Um, and we're going to do our best to not do any spoilers. And when it comes to the part where we talk about our impressions of the movie, I'll kind of remind it, you know, g- throw up the flag again if you guys don't want anything spoiled for you or what maybe what you consider a spoiler. But how's that sound? We can kind of tackle those three things and just give our overall imp- impressions of it.
1: Yeah, but before we start with the movie, because I have something small that I kind of want to talk about. That, it's, hey, it's whatever, your show, baby. Do whatever you so, want. So before you get to that, go ahead and throw it to me. The main thing I wanted to get into was... The poster. The poster that they did
0: with that throwback um, with the big fat number two, Sonic and Tails in front of it, Dr. Robotnik behind it was like a perfect homage to the old school Sega Genesis uh, or the original Mega Drive, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 um, artwork for the box. When you saw that what did you think especially that they even caught they even got like the checkered um
1: the checkeredness you know in like the side of the two as, I thought that was one of the best posters I've ever seen as soon as I seen it too yeah I instantly thought the same thing I was like damn that's like really cool that's a poster I would hang on my wall I wish, yeah,
0: actually, you know what, I I haven't hung up a poster in my wall that's based on a movie in years, but if we could find a good copy of that, actually, that'd be kind of cool to, like, put up in the game room.
1: Uh, Yeah, when I saw that, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool, hopefully, and uh, to a degree it does, when the movie comes out it keeps that fundamental, like, alright, you know, this shows you have some understanding of the game, you're aware of the game, you're not just making whatever, it's like a cash grab. Obviously, you went out of your way to make this, and this is so dope, that hopefully that translates into the movie, too, that you understand what Sonic and pals is. Yeah, and I, I, I just super
0: appreciate it, because obviously they Sega took a big page on Paramount from making, from listening to the fans. I mean, obviously, when they redid Sonic's look, from the first one, that's them listening to the fans. Them throwing this poster out there was literally just like, hey, fans, this one's for you. So I love the the callback. And the second thing I want to talk about the advertisement, which we'd have to discuss, is uh, the trailers. I thought the trailers were great. Um, I love the the, um, look of Robotnik that they're kind of showing throughout the trailers. I love that when you finally get to see um, Knuckles and in the trailer when he's like, Sonic's like, well, you can't steal my power. And and then Knuckles is just like, what makes you think I need your power? Yeah. I was like, God damn, Knuckles. So, I don't know. The way they were able to just kind of... Because I think there's three trailers that they did.
1: I, I instantly was just like, dude, this is the Sonic movie that I've been waiting for so what were your thoughts of the trailers throughout no same thing it totally caught me they showed off the most interesting parts and again we'll kind of get into like what is and is not great about this movie but they totally captured the spirit in the trailers and again to a degree they capture that in the movie obviously because it's there it's just some of the other things I think take away from it that obviously I understand why it's not in the trailer but it's like no what they showed off in the trailers I'm like dude this looks great like this looks super dope this looks like the Sonic like movie that I'm wanting as much as I like the first one. You know, this I thought looked better. Yeah, because I was watching a movie with my dad in theaters, and the Sonic 2
0: trailer was playing, and he's like, oh, they're making a Sonic movie? I'm like, dude, this is number two, man. Like, you gotta you gotta watch number one, so you can get you can get ready to watch number two. So yeah, uh, then me and him went and saw it the other day, and uh, we'll have our thoughts here in a second. But um, that was it for advertisement, unless there's anything else you want to add. No. Okay, so I want to get into the financial standings that these movies actually... Um, going through here, and I had myself a little something pulled up here, I heard so. it did
1: pretty well, which is good or at least well enough uh. Yeah,
0: it had a really good opening uh weekend not that it was really going against anything that was going to knock it out of the box, it's going against Fantastic Beast number 3 which isn't doing that great, but um, this actually is set um, I think two records so far for opening weekend so let me read this real quick for you guys and this comes, <clears throat> let me get these burps out of the way from Variety, and this goes uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 powered to $71 million in its domestic box office debut, a hopeful indication that family audiences are feeling better about returning to the movie theaters. In taking the number one spot, Paramount's kid-friendly film towered over Sony's Marvel adaptation Morbius and Universal's Michael Bay action-adventure Ambulance, which debuted in fourth place with a disappointing $8.7 million. That hurts, man. Uh, that movie actually looked kind of interesting, too. I, I, I wanted to see it. Ticket sales for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 set a new high watermark for video game adaptations, supplanting the opening weekend record established by its predecessor, 2020 Sonic the Hedgehog. The first movie collected 58 million in its first three, day, 3 days of release and ended the President's Day holiday weekend with a mighty 70 million. So, it's it definitely has a very Strong opening. So, what I wanted to point out is actually what it was able to do in the box office. And there's a really cool site you guys can check out, it's called the numbers.com. You can essentially type in a movie and it'll show you its ranking on where it stands in certain categories. So, what Sonic 2 actually was number one in was the top based on the let's see, top based on game weekend domestic. It took the number one spot at 72.1 million. And it was number one for top based on game domestic at 26.8 million. So those were the two um, records it was actually able to hold. The other thing I wanted to kind of point out is what it's doing worldwide. So I was actually let me refresh this right now and see if it updates. So as of today, domestically it's at let me well let me start with let me back up for a second. The budget for this movie uh, and it came out on April 8th was 110 million dollars. The domestic that it's already made is 145 million. The international international that it's made is 142 million, making its worldwide debut at 287.8 million dollars. So they've got to be happy. I mean, there's they're making more of these movies. This thing is already clearing its um, budget in you know as its runtime. It's only been out for 16 days. So Andrew, is there even a, a doubt in your mind that we're going to see more Sonic movies? I know they've talked about expanding the sonic world and on the last episode we talked about Jim Carrey may or may not be returning to film but there's no doubt that they're not making at least a 3 or
1: a sonic something yeah no they're for sure doing it especially with the way they like kind of hint at the ending too but Variety if you want to hire me I could be your man on the streets because I can tell you that there are families returning to the theaters because they were talking the whole fucking time and I wanted to get up and punch all these little kids (laughs) in the head because it wasn't just as bad that they were talking but then the parents were talking to each other too while they're like on their phones and like just being super loud oh. i'm like oh my god dude i have not had a bad movie experience in a while until i went and seen this and i was like dude nobody in that theater would shut the hell up i yeah i i'm a, I'm a it's like a double-edged sword i
0: like a packed crowd if nobody fucking talks i don't mind crunching popcorn i don't mind people shifting in their seats i don't or mind hearing the, electric the mo- mo- candy or yeah, i don't, I don't like mind that. hearing the electric motor of your of your recliner oh that's down. fine but if when kids start anyone like when anyone talking starts talking it bugs me so when we when me and my dad got to go watch it um the, it was a long ass line and i was like god damn it this is gonna be like uh uncharted and it's gonna be sold out and i'm like and it was a lot of senior citizens because we're hitting that 125 special <laughs> so i'm like who the fuck is here watching sonic
1: the hedgehog The movies 125
0: no no the time oh the 125 in the afternoon so when we get to it I didn't, and i start hearing these guys are all talking about father stew which is uh, the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. So everybody, everyone in that line was... Split. So when I go in there, there's only about maybe 10 people. So I was like, okay, thank God. So I didn't have any
1: obnoxious <coughs> people in there. But how packed was your crowd? And where did you no, go were, to the river side? You go to the obby? I went to the obby and there was about maybe like fifteen people in there, counting us. Oh, so you're having noise with that small of a crowd? Yeah, because they're just talking the whole time, oh, dude. Oh, I and that's I, fun. I hated
0: it. That's unfortunate because yeah, that is one thing I just cannot stand. So
1: Dude, the girl <laughs> literally behind me, so here's here's me sitting here. Here's my chair. <laughs> she put her bare ass feet over the fucking chair <laughs> that I could see them out of my you peripheral. Should have I was ready to just like start tickling him or something. Do you remember? And I think it's Rocco's modern life because instead of being
0: like the headless horseman, it was like the guy that lost his foot and the guy that chases Rocco is like he's just a he's just a foot.
1: Oh and, yeah, and, and doesn't he's got, he have like a have, face, like, face on, on, on the bottom? Yeah.
0: And at the end, they're all taking a picture and they're like, they're, "It's like if we're all in it." Then who's taking the
1: picture? Yeah, I remember that,
0: <laughs> dude. That reminds me of that. But um, I do want to point out, guys, because this is kind of on the rise. So there's another website, um, actually no, it's the same one, the numbers.com. and what I pulled up was a list of all the video game movies, and, what it's, and what's in the, um, the running, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 right now is in the, let me see, so right now it's at 287, so at the, the thing that's probably popping up if you guys are watching the YouTube, shows Sonic in 15th place. After the refreshing the box office edits 2.8, it would be in the 11th spot, edging out Tomb Raider at the moment and just under Resident Evil Afterlife, if you guys can see that, which makes it almost right behind Sonic the Hedgehog 1. So, I mean, this new movie franchise that they have has two movie in the video game. I can't believe like, Rampage is that high. Rampage is up there. Well, I mean, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What are you going to do against Mr. Hollywood? But... This new franchise for being on an on a IP that's pr- fairly old. You'd have to be, you know, our age to be remembering the Sega Genesis. So, you know, the, my nephew loves Sonic for some he, reason. Yeah, how was he introduced
1: to it? Playing a game or watching the movie? Maybe from a game. From who, you? I I don't know. I just know that he loves Sonic and I took him to go see the first one. Excellent. Well, yes, you got to pass it down through a, through a family values. But if this thing is able to keep going, because it's
0: at 280-something, there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to pass the original Sonic at 304. For sure. So, once it does, I mean, there's not that much more to pass it that would get it into, like, the top seven or eight. So, it's safe to say that Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be one of the best video game franchises and the most successful. But, um, I mean, is that surprising to you at all? Do you find this this kind of odd? Or did you think no, Sonic is moving th-
1: in such a great trajectory that this was almost inevitable? I think that it was going to do well but I definitely, unless it's like a shit show, can see that Super Mario movie they've been talking about trouncing this though once that comes out. But that's just that's just big name title though. I mean Sonic, I think a lot of people had doubt. No, that's, it, that's it, it, why Sonic the underdog.
0: So many people already know Mario. I mean, it's gonna get that. It's gonna get that traffic. Regardless. No, they're
1: they're doing great. I hope they pass the shitty Resident
0: Evil movies. Well, well dude, that's and I like you brought that up because that's the thing that I'm most curious about. Resident Evil Afterlife is number ten, and Resident Evil. uh, The final chapter is number seven. So so technically speaking, Resident Evil so far is the best video game franchise of all time, having two movies in the top 15. Yeah,
1: no, I think if you... Actually, the the top 15,
0: Resident Evil Retribution still makes that cut too.
1: Yeah, I would say they those movies did extremely well because they're for like that popcorn like flick crowd like i hate those movies i i like the first two and that's it (laughs) (laughs) so i mean um sonic the
0: hedgehog is is moving in a in a financial successful way this movie is making them money so yeah there's no reason why they shouldn't be making um any more of these but the other thing i kind of wanted to point out while we're still on the financial topic is that uh jim carrey this is pretty good for him as well um he actually, this is Sonic 2 makes this his highest um, box office weekend really? opening of all time. So if you guys are watching the YouTube, you guys can see this. But if you guys are listening to the audio, Sonic 2 is his number <coughs> one at the seven, at the 72.1 mil. Number two is Bruce Almighty for 67.9 mil. Number three is Sonic 1 at 58 mil. The Grinch at number four for fifty five mil and Batman Forever. So I don't know how that's still on the list. I figured in the Grinch would have been number at 52. one. Fifty two point seven mil. So um, even if this is Jim Carrey's last, hoorah at being a you know movie star. I hope not. Then I like that his last movie has been his most successful
1: movie. Yeah, no, I think that that's really cool and really good. And there. if you're looking
0: at it, Sonic One is in, his, in that top five. So this this franchise for him has probably been nothing but obviously. Uh, beneficial financially, but like every interview I've seen with them is like a lot of fun. Him no. being able to like
1: bring a new essence and life force into Doctor robot I'm gonna say spoiler, like you know, he's the best part of both these movies. Nice. Is there anything else you want to tackle for the finances, or did
0: you think we hit them all? no nah, I thought that was good. All right. So now let's move into the um, kind of opinion about the movies. So again, I will say it to you guys again, if up till now you've made it, and that's no, no spoilers. We might say something that you may consider a spoiler. So, uh, hands up now. It, it, there's going to be time stamps. If you want to just jump to uh, riffs here in a second, then you can jump to that, and that's when we'll stop the conversation. So, moving well, forward.
1: Oh, I was oh like, yeah, no, yes. So yeah, that's like, before that, gonna pass it over to you. Thank you. for <laughs> that, I don't remember seeing it in the first one, but the new Sega logo, the way they show off their properties and stuff, is super dope, and I really like when things do that because it gives you a sense of, like, like how like Marvel does it, Marvel yeah, yeah. super successful. I actually like this DC than has it. Marvel yeah, Marvel and DC. I like. I think actually, yeah, this one has been the best one, and maybe it's because it's more gamer related. Yeah, but especially hearing that like say Yeah, dude.
0: Then the pixels kind of go out and it forms the big overall Sega. Yeah, that was dope. So
1: that was just my quick little note that I wanted no, to that get was before actually
0: the movie. Fun to talk about. So um let's move into the actual movie and um our thoughts on it. So again, no spoilers if we can help it, but. Um, I was going to look at this movie uh, tackling either going through the movie or just kind of doing a pros and cons. I think we'll just do the pros and cons kind of view. Um, Do you want to go first or do you want to go second or do you want
1: me to list off mine and then fill in if there's anything missing? let's do that but let's start with the cons first because i feel like i like this movie more than i didn't like it but the cons are kind of strong but i don't want to discourage anyone from seeing it because i think you should go out there and make your own opinion that i thought it was worth it and i did enjoy it so i'd rather start with the cons and end on a good note
0: okay so let me start by saying that the movie is already a little bit longer than the first one this movie clocks in at two hours and two minutes versus the original one at an hour and 39 and I think the hour and thirty-nine is I mean again, it doesn't time doesn't necessarily mean a movie's gonna be better or worse. But for a movie like this, a family movie that's made for kids, I like the hour thirty-nine timestamp for the first one versus the second one because there are parts this movie is longer, and in a second we'll talk what we I think there's easily things you could have cut for out of this. sure. So if um, you were gonna
1: do two hours of the good stuff, like there, there is really good stuff in this movie, especially like the ending and the finale, if you if if there was more of that for the two hours, I'd be all in. But I know exactly what you're talking about for the 30 <laughs> minutes that you can cut. So I do want to say before we get into our pros and cons is
0: that overall, the movie's okay. I'll say that. Um Go see it. It's fun to watch. And if you go see it, if you've got kids to go with or nieces or nephews or a family, it's a family film first and foremost. First because is, um, every, there's parts where... I thought some of the comedy was lacking. All the kids in the theater were dying laughing. So um, definitely go see, the, see that with them. So uh, moving into the con. My first one, and I think me and you instantly agreed about this, was every human but Dr. Robotnik, maybe Stone, and uh, maybe, uh, maybe Tom. Are absolutely useless, except for
1: the Russian people. I Unfunny that.
0: and unnecessary. They're everything that they do. That the I forget the name of the dumb cop who tries to kick into. Oh, I, oh I, 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 it's I, like Wade. I
1: have them all pulled over here. Yeah, it, Wade. it's Wade.
0: Um, I thought they're all just absolutely useless, and I thought none of that. It took it takes me out of. Because when you meet Jim Carrey in this movie, right, it picks off right where it left off. He's in, he's in the the mushroom world, and I'm like, cool. We're going right into, the, and then you meet Knuckles pretty early on. And I'm like, dude, let's just stick with this flow. We get, you know, we meet Sonic and and Tom and Maddie are going off. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get them out of the way. Let's focus this movie on Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik. That's what I thought it was going to be. And it, slowed, it slows this movie down as soon as every other interaction with humans becomes a 10-minute scene that I have to watch. And that was my number one thing. It was just like, I don't want to see this. I don't give a shit about any of these guys.
1: Yeah, Agree? That, yeah, that was my big thing, too. I was like, okay, cool. We're getting these guys out of the way. Hopefully, it's going to be like a, a Sonic, Sonic, Tails adventure, whatever's going to happen then they're gonna come back to the house and oh what were you up to oh nothing here by the way this is my new friend tails we haven't been doing much or whatever you know something like that because sonic is kind of proposed as a child because he's not fully grown yet the only part that i thought was fine with the humans was with like the russian people in that cabin just because i actually thought that 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 scene was i died that was the only good part the rest of anything else that involves like the human interaction and stuff like that i'm like dude this is not good like i i don't care for it it's slowing it down it's completely just unnecessary to anything else in the plot like you totally could have skipped over this and just I, i don't know found another way to get from c to d yeah because what they do and it shows you in the trailer that there is a wedding and that's essentially
0: why that's essentially why uh tom and maddie are off they they have to go to this wedding for her sister who was in my mind kind of an annoying character in number one, which I feel like they kind of shoehorned them back into right. this movie just to bring back these old characters in this new bit. And in my mind, it was just not funny. It was lackluster. It was you're introducing me to now new characters because it shows her, you know, her the husband that she's getting married to, who's Shamar Moore, who I love. He's a fantastic. Yeah, actor. he does. Yeah, he's he cool. does Cyborg and all the new. Um, he's the voice of Cyborg and all the new DC stuff, but it it kind of makes you want to like like these characters who are again are like Andrewson, you don't need them if you're if the point of the wedding part is to get Sonic from A to B. You could have done it a thousand different ways. So there's this whole volleyball scene in this movie that once you guys watch this if you want to save this movie ten minutes, you know, five minutes, cut this scene out. Like, this was completely unnecessary. So, I thought not only did ev- the human interactions with the movie make it slower, but it made it, um, just annoying to me. I was like, this is unnecessary. When I, I br- slouched in my
1: chair for the, those parts. I think my
0: dad fell asleep during that part, mm-hmm. so, uh, but you might find that completely different. Again, this is our opinion, so don't take it. Don't get mad. If, there were kids, we're like, saying. laughing to it. That's what and I'm it. saying. The, every kid was laughing during the wedding scene, so... I'm in the minority, I guess. But I thought... I'm like, dude, if you want to shave off 20 minutes, re- redo this part. So... Right. Anything else you want to add about the wedding? No. Okay. Um, The other part, and maybe we might disagree on this, is I think Sonic... Sonic... I love Ben Schwartz. But Sonic's voice can be annoying. And things he can say can be annoying. But that's part of his charm at the same time. He, right. His character is meant to be aggravating. I, I, However, I thought in this movie... He's much more annoying than he was in number one. Not with his voice, but like what he was saying and how he was reacting to things. Like in the very beginning, when he's dismantling the robbery, this is a drill. I'm like, are we doing like cheesy one bit lines? So I don't know. I I dislike Sonic a
1: little more in this movie at certain times than I ever did in number one. Agree or disagree? I thought it was fine to me. I took it more as like it seemed like they're maybe trying to more make him. Not as violent, but like a kid's, like Deadpool, but he with, should, be, but he should, but with he should, his
0: commentary but and six, his cheesy jokes and stuff like that. He should be six months. Oh no, how long Dr. Robotnik's been in the mushroom thing for? almost a year it's like yeah. 200 something days so at any point sonic should have matured and i almost seemed like he went backwards it was almost like he became more of a kid i'm like well now you've had a year of being a kid with tom and maddie you seem less mature than you were when you got there
1: and that's to me i was funny like this that, that doesn't that doesn't come hey does not compute with me uh i thought it was fine i i didn't really have a problem with it i and, but i can understand that though too like i could definitely so outside of the second act being completely um oh you could have rewritten that thing um, those are pretty much my biggest cons. Was there anything else you wanted to add? No. I will say, though, that, that uh, again, as a, a testament to, like, that part, that that had added on so much to the movie that I when it got to... I didn't even think that that, and we'll get to that, that finale part was gonna happen. Dude. I thought the movie was gonna end when like you know people like make up and whatever, and we're gonna start three with Robocnik as being like the victor from the first movie. But now it we gotta stop him and whatever. That's how much time that unnecessary stuff added. That I was like, oh my god, there's no way this movie's gonna. Keep yeah, they're going drawing on. this out. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, this two hours is getting close. So, um,
0: but let's get into the pros for a little bit. Um, I think this game definitely felt like a video game movie, and. I consider that a pro. Like, there's some sure. video game movies you can watch, and you're like, "Oh, this is a video game name. This is a video game movie by name and name alone." This felt like, "Oh, I'm." Wa-. There were so many like little Easter eggs. Like when his phone goes off, doo, 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 yeah. do 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 do. Yeah, I was like, "Excellent." I love that. That was the best in, part in of the, 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 the trailer. Humans. In the trailer, you get to see the Robotnik bot. It looks like Eggman from the games. You know, what I mean, you've seen that before. So I'm like, "Dude, this is ensconced in in video game stuff." So I I thought it was easily uh,
1: very video gaming. I think the best part about video gaming. And I don't know if you've played it, but I think it was I think it's called like Sonic Adventure, the one for the GameCube, and it starts with you like running down the hill and there's like a truck chasing you and stuff. I don't think I played it. Any- hey, once you went to Nintendo, I kind of stopped playing well, it. Well, in that game, you do play as like Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails, and I felt like this movie did a perfect job of showing off each person's specialties that made it feel like this is what makes him special in the game. You know, like Tails flies, he does his thing, he's got his gadgets, he's got his plane, Sonic's fast and he uses that to his advantage. Knuckles is quick, but his thing is more from, like, his strength and his power, and that's what he's for. Even when he starts doing the, like... Pounding his knuckles yeah. into the thing to like yes, climb up dude, the side what of the you mountain when he slides on that, it. That's like directly from the game that like you have to fly around and you go through certain parts. And I'm like, dude, that's cool as hell. Like seeing this stuff is super dope. And then even more making that into the relationship. Like Sonic is afraid of water, and then even when he does go underwater at one point, there's like an air bubble that comes up and he takes oh, he it, slurps it and he slurps it to give himself like more air. I'm like, they took so many things from the games that if they had uh, again cut out the human stuff and added a little bit more of that it would that would have been perfect like i loved all that stuff that they added it shows that they really did have a fundamental understanding of like you know this is a video game movie this is based off a video game we're not just taking a property and doing whatever with the name of it no this is a movie that's based off of his existing whatever let's take a bunch of stuff from it and not see what sticks but make it work no i'm with you i 100% agree they, i wish they would have done more like the snowboarding
0: thing that ev- as soon as he did that everyone know but like, he's gonna slide down this mountain just like we know sonic does so i yeah i wish they would have done more with that but i'm glad we got what we <coughs> what we saw the um the second part is, that i think was one of a big pro was outside of the stuff we didn't like in the story that i thought could have been skippable I like the story. I like yes. the way that the way Tales came in. I like that you get to find out what Knuckles' background is. I like how you discover A how Robotnik gets out and B what his sinister plan is. I like that you get to know more about i forget the owl's name um, um long claw or long claw yeah uh, it I, is Longclaw. it is okay you get to know more about why sonic is who he is and what he has to do as um the pupil of long claw i like that you get to when you watch the third act of this movie you guys are going to know exactly what i'm saying but i like the way the story progressed it and i was like dude this is this is really cool this is a cool sonic
1: the hedgehog story I completely agree. Like, without the other stuff that, again, we said so we didn't like, the story itself from, like, front to back was great. It made sense. I I loved it. I thought it was absolutely cool, especially, again, you're right, seeing more of, like, why Sonic is alone by himself, why there is only one owl, explaining, like, Knuckles and where he comes from. And I love that it even has and again light spoilers you know flashbacks of young knuckles too and how he came to be you get origin stories for like all these people
0: yeah and the final thing again without spoiling anything is the ending the ending to me is it's a 10 compared to the rest of the movie yes which which, which, if this is a 10 and the (coughs) first two acts are like here it Brings it, it, you know, unfortunately, it brings the overall score down. But that ending was one of the best
1: endings I've seen for a movie like that in a long time. Hands down. And I didn't even think that they were going to go with some of the choices they make, like especially what they do with Sonic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, they're really putting all kinds of like really cool stuff in here that, that was dope to see on screen. And I'm just I, I loved what they're doing. And again, that ending made it feel like a video game. Yeah, I, I was absolutely in love with it. So um those are my three pros and my three cons. Is there anything else you want to add on top of that? The two things that I do want to kind of add, or actually three things that I do want to add onto it is one, Jim Carrey is amazing in this. Okay. Absolutely amazing. I know i, 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 I don't argue that he
0: almost steals the show.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to say it again. Like he steals the show. Every part that he's in is just hilarious. He's so funny and ah, there's just not enough i can gush about him but two i it, i loved idris elba as knuckles but i loved Tails the most Tails was my favorite i like Tails more than sonic played by a uh, colleen O shaganessi shaganassi i don't know who that is but i thought <laughs> sonic was the best but two there is a post-credit scene or three there's a post-credit scene make sure you stay to watch it but how they did the credits when they made it oh. like a video game—it looked. They, they it, do that. They do that number one too. The, yeah, but again, just to see them. Keep recap, keep doing it's like that, a recap he, of the movie. right? Yeah, it's like a recap in Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, like Sega graphics where he's just running around, whatever. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. You didn't have to do that. The movie's over. I had a great time. But sitting there watching that extra little bit, I was like, you know what? I thought I think that's cool, and I th- definitely think it's worth mentioning because you don't have to do that. You re- yeah, you don't. And um,
0: one of the things I do want to point out, and it's not a pro or a con, and may- but maybe it's a light spoiler. What How- you find out about Sonic and Knuckles being roughly the same age, I do not understand why Knuckles sounds like he's forty. And Sonic Sonic sounds like he's 12, because they're supposed to be, like, the same age. I'm like, whoa, there's a big age gap. And I don't know where Knuckles comes in, because they still sound
1: pubescent. And I'm like, so you got an 8-year-old, a 15-year-old, and this guy that sounds 40, but they're all supposed to be 20. Well, it's like how, like, 16-year-olds now look like they're 32, and we still look like we're, like, (laughs) Young young boys in a man's world. So, yeah, so at
0: the end of the day, you know, those are some of the pros, those are some of the cons for Sonic. Um... Overall, I mean, I, we don't give scores on the show. We don't give like tens and fives and stuff, but... I would I, say watch it. I would say watch it. I would say... We were having this conversation earlier. I think Sonic 2 is the better video game movie, but Sonic 1, I think, is the better movie, if that makes sense to anyone, you know, if you're hearing this. But number two just has a lot of drag time, especially during the middle, which that is not where you want to lose people. Right. Because it starts off strong. You know, and It gets right into Robotnik and Knuckles. Me. too slow at least for me 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 perfect
1: but then three was was this was the fire ending so that's the perfect like kind of analogy is it's got like that like that mario shaped mountain top. it goes up down right there but then it comes right back up and i i don't want to say it goes down again because it ends on a very strong note which is you know i really like but that middle that middle or even just those few parts that are sparse between i'm just like oh i really don't care about this and i was more excited when i thought that that wasn't really going to be in the movie so do so you like number one or two better I still think I like two better because I like all the video game elements they put into it. Yeah, it I, seemed I, like they just really loved working on this movie, and people who appreciated the game. And I thought that it did show. You can't blame that or the the other parts on you know that's writers putting in whatever it is you have to to you know make it that Hollywood movie. But the other people who are like, hey, you know, this is a video game movie. I thought that that showed through and through.
0: Yeah. Um. I. I again. I think number one is the better movie, but two as a fan i think was awesome and i and i think you should definitely go it's worth i don't know what your movie theater charges but it's worth the 10 bucks to go right check it out just bring your family members with you so um leave your thoughts down below guys what you think of the movie if you've seen it and if you've got any questions about it about it leave it down below and we'll answer them on the next episode so um let's move into ripping it up bup, 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 and uh andrew Uh, I think you got first go on this one.
1: Yeah, so my riff is going to be on the House of the Dead remake. Now, that actually already released for Switch. I know it got beat up a little bit on reviews, especially because they said it didn't run too well. But it is actually going to be coming out now for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Stadia. And that comes out on April 28th, I believe it is. Comes out at $24.99. Now, for any of those unfamiliar, again, this deal. is a remake of the House of the Dead arcade game. So, hopefully, it runs better on the newer consoles. I'm actually really excited for it because, again, I don't remember the game being very long. I know you could probably beat it in like 40 minutes, but it's got multiple endings and different ways that you can play through it. I think an on-rail shooter that's of a good quality like that is something that I'm definitely in the mood for. That when I saw it, I was like, you know what? I'll play LEGO for now. But I think this House of the Dead <laughs> is going to be my... Th- that's going to be my clear game. You know, like, I'm going to play this, clear my head, and get me ready for my next, like, big, big game. I just want it to be... Because, I i mean, I've played enough LEGO games where I know... i We
0: should have known that it wasn't going to be online co-op. I, ho- I really hope this is. And I know it's been out for Switch,
1: but... I don't know we've looked it up. Is this game supposed to be online co-op? I know this, House of the Dead, doesn't have online co-op, but it does have split-screen co-op, and I guess I can understand how it wouldn't have it because you have the the two reticles going, like, wherever, and so there's, like, a lot of accuracy because you have to be, like, pinpoint on this game. But I played, you know, Resident Evil actually has an older game. There's two of them. There's Resident Evil Dead Aim, Resident Evil Survivor, and there's actually Resident Evil Survivor 2. And uh, I think there's actually... Yeah, I think there's two. But they had them on console and not just an arcade game where you're playing with, like, you move around... It's not like you would hear, this is on rails. But when you go to shoot, it does have that flat reticle around that you do doing whatever. And I remember actually really enjoying those games for the time when I was younger that I'm like... Okay, you know, why isn't there more of this as Uh, I'm growing up that I feel like this would be, I think it'll be fun. Hopefully it is. Yeah, why, I don't know why, in a good, um, I think we realized this was what, a Sega game? Yes, that I don't know why there
0: aren't more games. If it's, I mean, I'm not a developer. I don't know if it's easier to kind of remake these things. But I, the fact that there aren't more of these, I do not know. Because like, you were showing me, because we have a couple of arcades in our in our town, and um, we go play like the Halo and the Jurassic Park one. But there it's was not another, the same. There was another Jurassic Park when you were showing me. I'm like, dude, I don't know why they just don't redo Jurassic a, Park two, a, a grip of these, and then put them out because. I mean fuck I'd, I'd buy the goddamn package so
1: yeah i think at 24.99 i think that'll be a good price for a few playthroughs and i think i'll have a lot of fun with it i enjoy games like this and i don't like when you go to an arcade they don't really have stuff like this anymore it's more things to like eat your fucking coins or do whatever whereas these kind of did but at the same time they were fun you know you got stuff like this area 51 the other jurassic park i was talking about lost world Two. or do you remember did you ever play the one like time cop where oh, like yeah. you yeah. shooting and you have to, it's like reload, reload, and you have to push, oh, like, yeah. the little oh, foot pedal. Yeah, we me and her were just playing that in Vegas uh, the other day. Yeah, there's some places you can go that will still have that stuff, and I immediately, like, flock to it. I love playing those games. Excellent. Anything else you want to add on it? Nope. All right, so I wanted to point
0: out, guys, from my riff, is that uh, IGN has a new show on YouTube running about 30 minutes apiece called uh, Rogue Jam. Now, Rogue Jam, uh, I'm actually going to take it from the IGN article itself and. Uh, tell you guys what it's about so ign and rogue games have partnered up to produce rogue jam a brand new game jam that not only offers publishing deals to indie developers but also eight hundred thousand dollars in total prize money that will be used to bring their games to life devs from around the world submitted their unreleased games late last year and rogue jam panel of judges that includes ign evp and cco uh, Pierre Schneider and former Nintendo of America president Reggie Phil may have spent the last couple months picking the best of the best. Uh, the winning games and developers, he's always had a weird name to pronounce. The winning games and developers will be announced beginning April 18th, and this watch guide will help ensure you don't miss a thing uh, and can see some of the biggest and brightest indie games that may one day just become your new favorite. So if you guys aren't watching YouTube, Episode 1, Huge Potential, is on April 18th, so it's already aired. You can watch episode 1 now. Episode 2 is on April 25th. Episode 3 is on May 2nd. I think it's like every Monday or something. Yeah, episode 4 is on May 9th. Episode 5 is on May 16th. So I watched the first episode. Me too. And it's cool to see a reality show that's kind of based on video games, finally. You see how many about cooking, got people doing cooking shows and all this other things. And this one, I mean, I'm not saying one's better than the other, but it was really cool to see because there was about five to ten games that they they put on the chopping block that they looked at. You got to see these kind of cool looks at all these games. One of them that didn't make it was like the hip-hop fighting game that I thought looked really, really cool. Um, I like that weird anime wrestling looking yeah, game that they said wasn't yeah. quite there. So they they look at these games and they kind of give these guys some real, real big hints because the, the judge panel... Is uh, pretty big. It's Kimberly Point Corbet, uh, Reggie. We'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, Pierce Schneider, Chris Lee, uh, Matt Casamassina, Messina, and Chris Archer. So, and they're all from different points of the business, and they look at all these different games and they give them um, kind of tips. Um, they ask questions. It's almost like what's the Shark Tank? Where yeah. Like, what would you do if this was if we got money for this? What
1: would you do for money with this? So Shark I, I, Tank without purchasing it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they do ask them like okay, well, you, like, there. there's a couple of the games in there that are maybe design-wise and in theory, it shows, like, how it's going to play, but the artwork's not there, and so that's a question, of, well, what what's your idea for the artwork? What are you envisioning? Because right now, I'm looking at this, and this looks kind of boring.
0: Yeah, and it's really, really cool to see how, like, who got picked, so out of the maybe five or ten games that they showed, it shows the three finalists, and... Uh, they were able to pick it. So wa- check it out, guys. It's out on YouTube I right it. now. Yeah, if I can leave the link down below, you guys can check that out. But it, I think it was really cool to finally see a show about gaming. And, I mean, as much as we like IGN, it was kind of cool to see that IGN was kind of co-hosting it
1: with uh, with Damon. So that was I, ju- cool. I just wish that they didn't make it so reality. Like, Damon's like, well, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you wouldn't fucking say that. Uh, the writers, really wrote that. That. the, the writers wrote that. The writers wrote that. Damon, like, doesn't, so Damon doesn't write his own, his own line. So uh, check it out, guys, and let us know what you think? So
0: He squealed
1: like a girl in his dressing room <laughs> when he heard that line because he wrote it.
0: <laughs> the episode is running long, but I did promise that we would answer um, Talha's question. So our question of the week comes from Talha Kasim, and he writes, Question. I know that you guys are into comics, but are both of you into manga as well? I personally am a manga person. I've got some Dragon Ball, One Punch Man, and One Piece volumes. IDK, I just enjoy manga more most of the time. What's your preference what coming um there was so we used to have it's hard unless we're ordering stuff because <coughs> i mean we don't live in a city where you can actively just go to a store and buy manga without going traveling to vegas and getting it we did once upon a time have a place called hastings that did sell out all the time and i remember it, it, it the section kind of moved around a bunch but i remember as a kid going in there and reading a couple of I never collected any, though. I mean, I, I told uh, Talha I'd wait for you to be back on the show, because I, I figured mine and Jino's answer would be
1: similar. So, uh, do you read any manga? I do have some, and I do actually collect them. Okay, that's, I, okay good. I, 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 I figured as much. I have, like, some of the bigger ones, you know, like Full Metal. I have Cowboy. I do have a Dragon Ball. I have, like, the complete set for Death Note. Uh, I do enjoy reading them. I enjoy watching the shows kind of a little bit more just because you can take in a lot more and it's faster. But I do appreciate reading the mangas, especially because you can take a show. Obviously, it's got to trim some fat and cut out whatever. So then you're putting in the other pieces together like, okay, maybe for this guy's motivation or something like that. So I do collect them and I do kind of just buy like interesting things that I see, you know, whenever I'm like out and about. I do enjoy some of the like cheesier romantic like... I don't want to say, like, full-blown, like, hentai ones or whatever, but, like, <laughs> but, but like, Monster Masoom, you know, like, the big titty monsters and stuff like that. Like, I actually found that show to be very interesting and, in like, the dynamic between everything that I liked reading the books and I went through and read those ones as well or even, like, Prison School. So, some of the more, like, cheesier, like, pervy ones. So, I'll kind of go, like, both directions with it where I have, like, the, you know, the serious stuff. Hey, that's what but I, for, But right? I do enjoy, like, the lighthearted ones, too so um okay i'm glad i waited
0: for you then because um what your question inspired me to kind of look more into it and because i do watch a lot more anime like than i than i ever did manga so i do want to point out that i did find this app if you guys are interested in it it's called manga geek and it's a free app that you can get um the play store it does have ads in it every once in a while not a lot though not, not enough that it was like frustrating and so i started digging through it to see how good it was and um it doesn't have everything on there so like for instance i was looking up dragon ball it doesn't have dragon ball on there but i'm a huge fan of attack on titan it's got attack on titan on there right so i so i took attack on titan i wanted to do one that i'm familiar with and then a new one i found this one called tomb raider it it caught my eye because of the name um and it's about this guy searching for these relics that the world changed in year blah 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 these relics came through these relics kind of grant people power and this guy at a certain point, gets um, tested by like this god, and he gets warped back, x amount of years ago before the relics ever appeared. So all his mind and his skills are in his younger body, and now he's gonna go try to collect all the relics again. I'm only on like book three. I don't know if you still call them books. It sounds manga. cool. So it's way though. But the what the app is able to do is able to give you. Dude, there's tons, and I'll show it to you after this. There's a ton of them. But what you can do is you can actually save all your favorites to your, you know, on your profile and you can actually select high def and you can just start and it's, it's a scroll through on your phone. So,
1: Oh, that would make it super easy Yeah, dude. So,
0: but it's weird. Cause I attack on Titan. I have to read right to the left. Like you would a regular manga, but this one I read left to right. Oh, like American, like American? American. So, but there's a ton of stuff you can do on it and you can save them. So besides the ads, which I find being not that annoying, I think the act is, the app is pretty cool and I've been doing it on my poop breaks and I've been doing it in bed, you know. I've been try- trying to fall asleep, and I've been using that. So um, that sounds pretty dope. It is yeah. dope. But I, I'll show it to you um, before you leave here. But so, I hope that answers your question. Andrew got way has way more answers for it. But I'm gonna get into it now. Thanks for you. Thanks to you asking the question. No, dope question. Thank so, you. So, guys, that is the end of this lengthy episode of episode one twenty nine. My name is Craig Perales. That is Andrew Montemayor. And until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers. The one, okay, the one is two thousand one. So that's why I said it was either like late nineties or early two so thousands. And I've
1: never seen that or Minority Report.
0: Um, Minority Report, I would say that most people would say is the better movie. Tom Cruise and all that. But I think you'll like the one better, like the way I like the one better than Minority Report. It's fucking legit. Fucking. It's got uh, Jason Statham
1: in it and uh, Delroy Lindo. Yeah, they lindo and Jason said yep. I feel like we don't really get movies like that anymore. Like you had like Rush Hour, like yeah, I fucking love Rush Hour 1 and 2. Uh, I even like the third yeah, one. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the third one's the weakest one, but is, I like, arguably like 1. What's two the one more where they one. throw the
0: knife in the apple and uh and she's eating it in the car and they throw it to it's like sticks it in her mouth. But I get that in Bad Boys mix up sometimes. Is that, in, is that in Bad Boys or is that in Rush Hour? It sounds like it's in Rush Hour and I think that's the second one. Uh, yeah, it's the... I always forget that chick's name. But yeah, you should... Um, tell me when you're ready to watch this movie, dude, because I'd be down. And at the end, dude, he... Oh, why? I can't spoil the ending for you, but... Because look, look, it only got a 5.9, but it's
1: like... So this, what is he doing? He, there's one 10. bad he, one that goes around and kills the other version, same version So yeah, of him. so there's... Does he get stronger from it? Yeah,
0: so what happens is one dude who was, in a, who was a cop, same as him, but in a different universe, I believe has to end up hunting down himself in another universe... And they kill him or something But when he does it He finds out that when he kills one of himself He becomes stronger So he goes like Kind of like A. Wall, And he starts going through all the multiverses Killing him So they get down He gets down to the last universe Which is this one And That sounds pretty uh, cool Yeah So now The two cops from his Like this other universe Are trying to like Save him But he's been noticing He's been getting stronger too So then they eventually Get into the battle And Dude it's fucking dope Oh so. okay
1: So that's sounds
0: That sounds pretty dope Yeah It's a uh, hey, It's a uh, Pretty dope <laughs>